Good morning, uh, Advocate, and uh, thank you for joining us this morning. Good morning, Dashwa, and good morning to your listeners. Now, many, many years ago, uh, when I was still a corporate and, um, you know, uh, managing a team, you know, having to prepare for disciplinary processes, etc., etc., um, there was this issue that came up where someone has committed or, you know, there's evidence, uh, on the face of it, evidence that someone has committed a misdeed in the office and they are about to go through uh, one or the other um, disciplinary process. And then what you find a lot of the time is these people then opt for a resignation, I guess in an effort to avoid the embarrassment of going through uh, a potentially damaging uh, disciplinary process. And I guess that's what is in question this morning. Is that okay to let that person go? Do, do employers have to let them go? Well, gosh, well, in reality, the law recognizes that a resignation constitutes a so-called unilateral act. It's a clear indication by an employee that he or she um, wants to end the employment contract. Mm. Now, provided that the employee gives proper notice, the employer has no right to veto the employee's decision. And therefore, the acceptance or rejection of the resignation is of no legal consequence. The one choice that employers actually do have in a situation where an employee fails to give proper notice is either to demand that the employee serves that notice mm. and then proceeds with the pending disciplinary action against that employee, or what we often find is that employers elect to pay the employee in lieu of working the notice. So they say, thank you for your resignation. We don't want you to serve your notice period because we don't want to be associated with you or your act of misconduct. Mm. Please leave the workplace immediately. That is actually a very important one, actually, uh, you know, considering what, uh, I mean, what you're talking about there, because surely, um, you know, the big question that always comes up is, is, you know, under normal circumstances where I, for example, wish to tender my resignation where I'm working at the moment, uh, for whatever purpose, I'm moving on to another job, I want to go start up my own business, whatever the case is, the question then does become, um, am I allowed to summarily say that, look, yeah, I'm resigning and does my employer have to accept my uh, resignation? Because that was also another issue that comes up, um, you know, on, on a regular basis. Yes. So employers and employees are, are both parties to a contract of employment. And the, the terms of, of termination is normally governed within their contract of employment. So if we agreed up front when you commenced your employment with me, that you would tend at least a month's notice or in some cases even two or three months notice, then I am contractually, I as an employer, can keep you to that resignation period. And if you up to resign these so-called 24-hour notices mm. but as an employer, I would have the right to um, sue you at the end of the day, either for specific for, uh, performance or in cases where I can prove that because you left early and failed to serve your notice, I suffered loss or damages, then I can take civil proceedings against you. And this is the issue for me, is that when we talk about disciplinary issues, um, there's always this concern that, yeah, it could be for late coming, it could be for something, um, and I'm not saying it's necessarily a small issue, but I mean, it's a misconduct that one would not necessarily deem as ending the world. However, in the real world, we have people that, for example, commit acts of dishonesty uh, in the workplace. Uh, you know, people that uh, uh, bring ser serious harm to uh, the particular employer and then they want to escape the disciplinary process by, uh, you know, uh, through resignation. I mean, how does one balance that and how often does it happen? Because I think a lot of the time for employers as well, 
uh, in their minds, they're thinking to themselves that, ah, oh, thank goodness, this person is going and I don't necessarily have to put up with um, a lengthy uh, process. I mean, is that is that an issue? Um, it's generally not an issue. It's always up to the employer. Now, mm. the reality is that these kind of resignations by an employee are seldom in the face of a minor matter. Like you mentioned, it's usually in, uh, when there's serious charges concerns such as theft or fraud or the unauthorized possession of company property, etc. Now, in some cases, employees commit uh, not only an act of misconduct, but what can be seen as a criminal offense. Mm. And these issues are completely separate from one another. When we're dealing with workplace discipline, we, we talk about proof on a, on a balance of probabilities. So the employer only needs to show that it's more likely that the employee is guilty of the offense or not to prove guilt. Where with criminal, with criminal charges, the burden of proof is beyond reasonable doubt, which mm. is a more onus and burden on the state to prove that somebody is guilty of a criminal offense. So the fact that you might be found guilty in a disciplinary hearing doesn't necessarily mean that you will be found guilty in a court of law and vice versa. Now, this is what I'd like to know from you. And I know that uh, being um, an advocate, being, you know, uh, you don't want to speak necessarily on specific cases. But um, uh, let's look at, for example, this instance that we have with uh, a senior official that has uh, done something that the public feels they should be held to account for. But the senior official then instead opts for um, a resignation. I mean, surely and the employer accepts the resignation and lets it happen. You know, this person is then able to continue on with their lives, but the public feel um, that justice has not been done. And then this is for me an important question then. I mean, how is there a response at all on behalf of the public where the public can say that, no, this is how we'd like to see this happening. We'd like to see justice, inverted commas, being carried out. Is that even a possibility? Look, unfortunately, um, one cannot influence a decision from either an employee to resign or not to resign. And likewise, one can't put undue pressure on an employer um, just to take disciplinary action or any other form of action against a senior official. Um, It's all about the evidence at the end of the day. Um, although the National Health Ombudsman, and if we look at the, the situation with the MEC Makhlangu, um, identified in his report that Makhlangu, um, Dr. I think it's Dr. Silabanu and the director Manamela mm. were three key players in the Gauteng Mental Health Marathon project. Um, and, he, and he concluded that the project was done in a hurry with chaotic execution in an environment with no development, no transition. The fact that um, the best thing that Makhlangu could have done for herself was to step aside. And I think it's as, uh, when you are in a role as a senior executive, mm. um, you often are put in a situation where do I go through this process or do I simply admit that I am accountable, I take responsibility, and I save everybody the time and trouble of having to go through an entire process of having to prove my guilt and that it's a dismissible offense, and I simply step aside. Um, what other actions should be taken is obviously depends on the nature and the severity of the, of the conduct concern. Um, mm-hmm. In this instance, the Ombudsman has made numerous uh, recommendations. Yeah. The department has indicated that they would be implementing and speedily implementing. And now the question remains as to whether or not um, the families of these victims 
um, will be taking um, criminal charges. I know the EFF and the ANC Youth League uh, have indicated their intentions to lay criminal charges against Masangu. Mm. Um, but it will ultimately up, be up to the National Prosecuting Authority if they decide to prosecute. Um, and if they don't, um, there may also be um, a situation where people look at private prosecution. Mm-hmm. No, that's for me a very interesting one indeed there, Tertius. But, um, uh, you know, I'm just thinking in terms of, uh, you know, and, and it is an, a very important issue from a broader perspective because I think it happens also often. Um, in this instance, we had a politician that, and I think it's been a public uh, clarion call for many, many years where we say, but hang on, uh, public uh, officials that are caught in the midst of a major scandal don't step aside or they don't uh, resign. And the one instance where it does actually happen, uh, there is a sense of injustice and anger, and that is purely because this seems to be a cop-out in this particular instance. And the clear, you know, the clear uh, contention that then comes up for me is that does it still remain a purely employer-employee-based relationship or does it go beyond that, where there is actually an argument to be made for the public interest? And I wonder if um, that public interest argument then scuppers that, uh, empl- that pure employer-employee relationship there. Yes. Look, at the end of the day, if uh, one needs to keep in mind that um, you often are in position where you're in public light, etc. Mm. And it's how you how you deal with these issues and most people have called for a long time ago when they when they said that somebody was aware of something they should have stepped down at that particular point in time or the employer for example should have taken action a whole lot earlier um the question is whether or not now we go through this process and this is not for a a simple incident where somebody took money out of petty cash for example and it's going to be a quick hearing, etc., and we'll find if the person's guilty mm. or not. Um, one needs to take into account the time, the money, the resource, and everything that would go into a process like this at the end of the day. It would be, in most instances, um, best for an employer to say, you know what, we acknowledge the wrongdoing, the evidence is sufficient to prove the wrongdoing, and we will take the appropriate ex- action. Whether or to allow somebody to cop out, like you referred to it, hmm. um, might not be uh, the best reflection on, a, on an employer. But at the end of the day, if the employee has resigned and they have left, the possibility exists that they don't even pitch up for the disciplinary hearing. And you continue to prove that somebody is guilty without that person actually having stated their side of the case. Because the employee would consider hmm. that, you know, I've resigned, I've terminated terminated the relationship, let my employer do whatever they want. And I don't necessarily have any particular um, uh, obligations towards them. And even if they do insist... Uh, that I have, uh, you know, an obligation towards them. I just don't have to honor it. But I think that the key thing, and Tertius, you tell me if I'm wrong, the key thing is just because the employment contract has ended there doesn't necessarily mean that that's where it all ends. There is still an opportunity for you to take the necessary and requisite action if uh, need be. Correct. So it's still well within any person's right to take further action against anybody. Um, that resigns in the face of a disciplinary investigation or a disciplinary hearing. Um, where the charges relate to theft or fraud, criminal charges can be brought, or even in a situation where you have caused me severe financial harm or loss, um, I can still sue you from a civil perspective. So there's also that recourse available 
to uh, an employer in circumstances where an employee thinks, let me just take my stuff and run for the hills. So I guess it uh, boils down to two major considerations. How serious was the issue? Does it, I mean, for example, what you mentioned there, does it warrant, uh, you know, a criminal charge or criminal investigation is one example, is one issue to highlight. And I guess the second issue is what is your actual appetite for pursuing this thing all the way through? Correct. 100% agree with you. 100%. Listen, thank you so much for your time, Tertius. All the best to you. And uh, let's hope that you don't have to deal with too many of those pesky uh, Scalum employees that then just want to cop out, as I said earlier on, with a simple resignation. Thank you very much, Cashwell. Great one. Um, as I said, that was, of course, uh, uh, Advocate Tertius Vessels. Um, you know, talking to us about what your rights as an employer is and even as an employee in terms of your resignation and when you decide to go. He's, of course, a senior legal advisor at Strategy Labor and HR Solutions. I think a very important conversation. Anyway, looking up at the